0: Welcome to Post Game with Paul Golden, a sports and faith podcast. I'm your host, Tim Donnelly. Thank you for joining us. Today our guest is Casey DeSmith, goaltender for the National Hockey League's Pittsburgh Penguins. Casey will share his faith journey and his career path from third-string goalie in the AA East Coast Hockey League all the way up to the National Hockey League. He'll also tell you what it's like being teammates with the Penguins' great, Sidney Crosby. Stay tuned to the very end for a fun one-on-one shootout with Casey DeSmith. Now, here's your host of the post-game podcast, Paul Golden. Paul Golden here.
1: I'm with uh, the goalie for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mr. Casey DeSmith. Uh, Casey, welcome to uh, post-game.
2: Thanks for having me, Paul.
1: Uh, Just by way of background, uh, Casey uh, attended University of New Hampshire and uh, worked his way up from uh, ECHL with the Wheeling Nailers, uh, earned an AHL contract with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, which is where I got to know Casey. Last two or three years, he's been up in Pittsburgh uh, with them. He was a 2017 AHL uh, All-Rookie team, and he made his NHL debut uh, in October uh, 29th, 2017. So Casey is, uh, with us now live from uh, Pittsburgh, but Casey, anything you want to say to, to our guests? Just
2: excited to, you know, be on a Christian sports podcast. I think that's, you know, something great you're doing. And, you know, obviously every time we had chapel in, in Wilkes-Barre, I was really appreciative to, um, you know, kind of have a, a spiritual guy around the rink and, you know, to talk to and, and obviously, In our daily lives down there, it's hard to, you know, get time with the Lord. And so to do, you know, a little bit of fellowship with my teammates was always a blessing.
1: Well, thank you, Casey. Tell us a little bit about your family, where you grew up, brothers, sisters.
2: I have two younger sisters, Kieran and Kylene, both amazing people. Kieran is uh, engaged, living in Connecticut. She's a CPA. And then my other sister lives in Boston and she's in a medical internship and she's planning on going to med school. So really smart. Really driven and uh, just really amazing people, both my sisters. And then uh, my parents both still live in New Hampshire, where I grew up, uh, around Rochester, near the seacoast there. You know, equally amazing people, for sure. They're both physical therapists. And yeah, that's where I grew up. That's where I went to church all growing up, was uh, right there around Rochester.
1: Sounds like a great family. Were you a Boston Bruins fan growing up then? I was actually the complete opposite of a Boston Bruins fan. I was a Montreal
2: Canadiens fan. Well,
1: that's that's better. We'll take that. So, that's good. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your faith. You said you mentioned going to church with your family. Tell us about your own faith journey. Yeah. I
2: mean, my faith journey, I guess, was pretty standard. I grew up going to church for as long as I can remember. You know, my parents and my family would always go to church on Sundays, and I went to a Christian school growing up, uh, which obviously, you know, being a kid, uh, school is where you're exposed to so many different things. So, it was, uh, you know, definitely a blessing going to a Christian school during elementary school and middle school because, um, you know, instead of be- being exposed to, you know, the world, we were also exposed to, you know, the gospel on a, on a daily basis. We had Bible class and all that stuff too. So um, I went to a different high school, actually three different high schools, none of which were Christian high schools. So I kind of noticed when I left for, you know, secular school that um, how much of a blessing that going to a Christian school really was in that regard.
1: At what point in your life would you say you, you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? I was baptized when I was like 12 years old.
2: Okay. Uh, we, we used to do it at my home. Uh, we had a pool there. So everybody from the church would always come to our pool for baptisms and such, because it was just right down the street. So it was very interesting to have everybody you know, on our deck and be baptized in my own pool. It was (laughs) quite an experience.
1: You you mentioned Hockey Chapel when you were with us here in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Pennsylvania, but um, I know you're up there now in Pittsburgh. Brad Henderson with uh, Hockey Ministries International is there. What role does Hockey Chapel play in your spiritual walk? I think it's, uh,
2: you know, it's my church nowadays, Um, you know, because of not only COVID, but also our schedule. You know, we play so many Saturday games uh, you know, on the road. So we're getting in at like, you know, one, two o'clock in the morning. So it's hard to get out for a Sunday. Um, you know, plus with COVID we're not allowed to go anywhere anyways. Um, as far as like the bubble is concerned for our team, we've been doing chapel on zoom, you know, it's been nice having Brad and his son, Jack, they do a great job, just including everybody who wants to be involved and, you know, praying for us even when, you know, we're not doing chapel. I always get texts from Brad, um, you know he's a great man for sure. So I would say that lately, Chapel, uh, you know, is my church experience. I guess my weekly church experience that I look forward to. Um, you know, fellowshipping with my teammates and with Brad and his son.
1: You mentioned COVID. How how has this year been different than previous years because of the coronavirus? As far as the hockey is concerned. Yeah, just your, maybe your daily routine or restrictions. Like you said, you really can't go out other than to the rink. It's a grind uh, because we you know we we get up we practice. And then from practice, I
2: mean, we just come home and there's really nothing else we can do. It's, we're not allowed to go anywhere. I've had to find other ways to, you know, connect with people, whether it's zoom or, or phone calls or over the Xbox, playing with my friends, you know, just things like that, trying to, uh, you know, not be too lonely and, and still have some, some fellowship with some friends and family.
1: Are, Are you able to get outside the bubble and do some disc golf? Uh, occasionally it's been a little bit too snowy here in Pittsburgh, but,
2: uh, my dad just arrived in town today for a little short visit and we were outside, uh, in a nearby parking lot, just throwing the discs around for fun. Cause it had been a while.
1: Tell us a little bit about, for people that don't know you, Casey DeSmith with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Tell us briefly your career path from Rochester, New Hampshire to uh, Pittsburgh. Tell us some more about that.
2: Yeah, it was a long one, and I'll try to keep it, you know, slightly brief because I'm covering, uh, you know, 10 years here. But I think my career path in general is a huge, you know, testament to the provision of God and, um, you know, how God works in our lives. And he always has a plan. He's always in control, Um you know, I stand firmly and I, I believe that with all my heart. I started out uh, in Wheeling, which is the East Coast Hockey League, which is, you know, obviously two leagues below the NHL. And it's it's far down there. When you're down there, it, you seem very, very far away from the NHL. You know, even though at the time I started my professional career, I believe I was the seventh goalie in the organization but you feel like you're the 40th and Wheeling's close to Pittsburgh, but it's a long, long ways away. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I, I wasn't playing very much as the third goalie in the ACHL. So it was a test to my faith. It was definitely a test to, you know, get out of bed every morning and go practice when, you know, the ultimate goal was so far away, but um, you know, through some injuries and some call-ups and stuff like that, I was able to get some games played in Wheeling and, um, you know, through God's grace, I was able to put together some good games and have some success down there. And then I was able to be called up to the Wilkes-Barre-Scran Penguins. And that was right around playoff time, actually, when I got my ultimate call up. And, you know, through a couple injuries, I remember Mark andre Fleury had a concussion up in Pittsburgh. Um, and then Je- Jeff Zatkoff, I believe, was playing against the Rangers in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers that, but I was actually the benefactor of all of that because I was able to be called up to Wilkes. You know, so obviously you never wish injury on anybody, but, you know, through a couple injuries, I was able to get an opportunity in Wilkes-Barre and yeah, played really well and just had a blast, uh, you know, competing in the playoffs.
1: Well, that was an understatement because if I remember right, you stood on your head and had a phenomenal playoff run. In fact, I think it was that year. Did you have the 59 saves in that double overtime game?
2: That is correct. You're spot on. Good memory. And uh, yeah, I think we won three overtime games in a row that playoff series as well. Uh, So it was pretty incredible experience, you know, going from, I tell this story all the time to, you know, to anyone who asks, but to go from the third goalie in Wheeling to the starter in the AHL and have, you know, bring your team to the conference finals and, you know, losing in game seven in overtime, you know, we were, we were this close. It was a very cool experience and it was a very God thing, if you will. But yeah, so after that, I signed an AHL contract and I was in Wilkes for about two and a half years until I ultimately got a call up and I was up and down from the NHL for about half a year. Um, and then I hit, had a year up in Pittsburgh and then back down to Wilkes for a year, which was last year. And then now I'm back up in Pittsburgh, fortunately enough. So it was a crazy journey. And I hope I kept that somewhat brief for everybody, but there's a lot of testament to God's work in my life you know, throughout those years.
1: Well, and you kept grinding, you came to the rink prepared every day. And, you know, when opportunities presented itself, you, you took advantage of it. So it's neat to see from, from my vantage point, I remember when you came up from wheeling, who is this guy now it's like to see the success you had here, but now up in Pittsburgh is exciting for me. So speaking of Pittsburgh, what's it like to play with some of the best athletes? I'm thinking of like Sidney Crosby. What is that for you as a goalie to watch him day in and day out?
2: You know, as a goalie, it's incredible to watch what he does on a daily basis. I mean, sometimes in practice, you know, he'll he'll bat a puck out of the air into the top corner or, uh, you know, make like a between-the-legs pass that, you know, nobody else would would be making and just things like that. And your mouth just kind of like falls open for a second, you know, and you're just – I have to check myself, you know, that I'm on the ice with this player and somebody that I grew up watching, you know, grew up in high school and he was already – in the league and, you know, great player in the league. So not only that, but he's a great person as well. And mm-hmm. so it's been a, a pleasure getting to know him.
1: Speaking of sports heroes growing up, who was your sports hero
2: as a kid? I had a couple. I was a big fan of Ken Dryden, who was a goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens back in the, the 70s. He won a bunch of cups. And I think, you know, my dad always pushed him on me as far as like a role model because you know, he was a Cornell guy. He went to Ivy league school. He really was an intelligent person. He became a lawyer. Um, so my dad always stressed the, you know, the scholar athlete part of things on me. So I think that that's one of the biggest reasons I admired Ken Dryden was, you know, not only was he a hall of fame goaltender, but he was also, um, you know, a scholar and, and really did well with his academics. And that's kind of something I always strive for in school as well.
1: I mean, you're there, obviously game day is different, but what's your like a typical day in the life of Casey? If it's a practice day, you know, when are you getting up? What are you doing? What are you doing at the rink? Well, I'll
2: just give you COVID times, I guess, uh, at this point, but I'll wake up around eight, you know, get ready, feed the cat, maybe take a shower and then head to the rink. And we have COVID testing right away as soon as we get there. You know, and then after that, we usually have some sort of warm-up with our trainers, warm-up workout type deal with our trainers. And then, you know, probably a little team video meeting where, you know, we go over whether it's the last game or our next opponent or just systems in general. We'll review that and then go on a little bit early with the other goalie and our goalie coach, get a little extra work in. Goalies are always the hardest workers. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> well, we'll have, we'll have someone else on to counter that, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then after practice, pretty much work on the body a little bit, whether it's rolling out or using the massage gun, stretching, stuff like that. And then grab lunch at the rink and and head home to my cat.
1: When you were here in Wilkes-Barre, I would come down to the practice facility sometimes and you guys would all come off the, from practice to me just drenching in sweat after you're done with a game like a say it's a double overtime game how, how much weight like how much do you do you lose weight in those games I, I can't imagine i mean the calories you're burning
2: absolutely yeah i mean they have nowadays they have all these heart rate monitors and trackers all over us i remember in training camp this this past training camp so just a couple months ago i weighed myself before going on and we we ended up having probably an hour practice and then a half hour special team scrimmage and then another 45 minute scrimmage. So we were on the ice for a good two hours and 15 minutes. And so we, we get an email sent to us of how many calories we burned and and such. And I had burned like 2000 calories over 2000 calories in two in two hours. And uh, I had weighed myself before the practice and I weighed myself after and I had lost six and a half pounds Wow. So on certain, and that's, that's an extreme. That was a very, very difficult day for the goalies. Um, So that's about as bad as it gets, which is the good news.
1: Do you find your appetite? Are you just super hungry after practice or no big, are you used to that?
2: Uh, No, pretty starving on, on days like that. Okay. Yeah. It depends on how hard I work that day, but usually I'm pretty hungry.
1: (laughs) And what's your style? I don't know enough about hockey to be, to give a comp, but You're a shorter goalie by NHL standards. What's your style? What's your your scouting report on yourself?
2: I would say I'm a battler. You know, I don't give up on pucks. I'm undersized for sure as far as NHL is concerned, but I play bigger than I am, and I use my quickness to stay in position as much as I can. I think my quickness. Um, and my agility is probably my biggest asset.
1: In your humble opinion, what's the best game you've ever played, whether it's college, AHL, NHL, what comes to mind?
2: I'm sure my dad would have a much better answer for this because it's hard from my perspective to say, you know, what game is is the best game. There's been so many games I've played, but probably my favorite game that comes to mind, and this is definitely biased on my opinion. I played against the New York Islanders two years ago, and i Believe we won three to two in a shootout, but my, it might have been two to one in a shootout. But uh, my dad was in town on the dad's trip. So all the dads from, you know, all the players on the team were in Long Island and they were spending the day with us and seeing what it's like to, you know, be a player for the day. And then they were up in the box watching the game. And it was something about my dad being in the building there that just made me play great. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, God had a lot to do with that. So I'm very thankful that I was able to have one of my best games when my dad was watching there in Long Island. That was really special.
1: We're here with Casey DeSmith of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he's talking about his kind of his role, his journey. Uh, speaking of your dad, name a couple, two or three of your biggest influences in your life, whether it's just as a person, maybe it's a dad, a coach. Who, who are those influencers that shaped who you are? The easy answer and the
2: most important answer for sure is my dad and my mom, by far the biggest influences on my life. And to this day, they're definitely my biggest support systems as far as, you know, if I'm feeling down or if I'm in trouble, that's who I'm going to call. I depend on them a lot. And, uh, you know, as far as other influencers throughout my life, I remember I had a, a coach when I was younger and he had just graduated from, Yukon and this is when I was very young probably uh 8 9 years old and he was basically a division 1 goalie who had just graduated and he was from my hometown and his name was Bill Brennan and he was just the sweetest guy the nicest guy he would you know come over and coach me and you know my parents would offer money and and he would always say no and they would have to like force him to take you know 20 bucks for an hour and And he was just like the most generous person with his time. And, uh, he would come to my practices for my team and coach me and, you know, he never expected anything in return and he was just very generous and I owe him a lot. And he taught me so many important things, um, at a very young age that a lot of goalies never learn that young because he was so experienced and he was a great goalie when he played. Mm. So he was definitely one of my biggest influences. When
1: did you start playing
2: hockey as a kid? I mean, I know I started skating when I was like three. I think officially, like uh, put together hockey, you know, where you're not just uh, little kids out there chasing the puck. I think that was around six years old when I got into
1: competitive hockey. And were you always a goalie or when did that, when did you just decide, hey, goalie is your, your thing? I was about two years in. Uh,
2: I was about uh, eight years old, I think, when I tried goalie for the first time. And I think I officially switched when I was nine years old. So it took about a year when I was doing a little bit of half and half deciding what I wanted to do. And I told my dad, I didn't want it to come out of the game ever. So I wanted to be goalie.
1: <laughs> I would think of the uh, me. If it was me, I'd be like, I want to, I don't want to skate that much. I just want to stay back. So that'd be my, my reason. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Assuming the Lord gives you a, a nice long career. You know, what do you see yourself doing post hockey, say 10, 15, 20 years from now? What what do you see yourself doing?
2: I would love to stay involved in hockey. I mean, it's it's probably a pretty cliche thing to say, you know, because it's been a huge part of my life. But I just feel very passionate about the game. Um, I feel like I know a ton about the game. I think I've been somebody who tries to learn a lot about, you know, the game and the systems and and players and what works and what doesn't. So I would love to, you know, even if it's not what I'm doing for work per se, I would love to be a coach um, someday or, or even a scout manager, anything like that. I just, I want to be involved in the game. I think that a lot of good can be done by staying involved in the game as well.
1: Excellent. Hey, as we wrap things up, I, I have a thing I want to do with you. It's called shootout since you're a goalie. I think it's perfect. I'm going to ask a quick question. You're going to say the first thing that comes to mind, we'll just keep going through them. So we'll see how Casey DeSmith Smith does on the, the shootout round. So favorite NHL city. Besides Pittsburgh. My best experience, I must say,
2: was going to L.A. We stayed on the beach and it was like the middle of February and you couldn't beat it. We got out of the cold and we went to the beach in L.A. and stayed in a nice hotel. So can't beat that. What's the least favorite NHL city? Long Island. Not the best
1: hotel. Not the best rink. Not very fun to visit. (laughs) What was back in your AHL days? What was your favorite AHL, American Hockey League city?
2: Uh, Definitely Providence. Providence. Providence is a, a sneaky nice city. I we always enjoyed going there. We had a rookie party there one one year and it was fun. Um, yeah, Providence is a good little city, and most of the American League cities aren't that great. So I thought
1: you would say St. John. That was a big the that St. That John was. Trip.
2: I only went there once. That's probably why I didn't think of it. But yeah, the guys had a blast in St. John's. Excellent. Funny funniest teammate you've played with. Uh, that's tough. I was a big fan of Kevin Porter, who actually, I think is the assistant coach in Wilkes-Barre right now. Toughest teammate you've played with?
1: I'll go Tom Sestito. Uh, I agree. That's good. I wouldn't that, fight that guy. That's a good answer. <laughs> the next one might be the same. Craziest teammate you've played with? That might be Patty McGrath. <laughs> hey, Pat. Wilkes-Barre's own? Yep. Yeah, of course. Uh, besides the Penguins, your favorite sports team right now? Green Bay Packers. Definitely. Very good. I was born in Green Bay. Best sports movie of all time. Wow. These
2: are some tough questions, Paul. Uh, I'm going to give you two. That's probably cheating. Uh, Miracle and
1: Coach Carter. The coach who has had the most impact on your career up to this point.
2: Besides Bill, the person I was talking about earlier, I'll go Mike Buckley, who's my goalie coach in Pittsburgh currently. He was also my goalie coach uh, when I was at UNH. So he's been my goalie coach for probably about 11 years now, maybe even more. Mm. So he's been kind of the, you know, the guy by my side the whole way through. So he's been super influential. Favorite book other than the Bible? Lone Survivor, mm. without a doubt. That was the best book I've ever read. Favorite Bible verse? First Corinthians 10.31.
1: Changing it up. And I know after a game, you, don't, you just don't go back to the hotel and fall right to sleep. You got to wind down maybe a couple hours. Favorite late night go-to snack? Chips. But specifically, I'll go white cheddar Cheetos. Wow. Very impressive. <laughs> Sticking with the food. Favorite, favorite restaurant or food type? You know, Italian, Mexican? Buffalo wings.
2: That's, that's an easy one for me.
1: Doesn't matter the brand or the restaurant. Um,
2: Some are better than others, but I really can't say no to any of them. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Favorite vacation destination? Anywhere tropical. St. John's. I've been to St. John's, Bahamas, Anguilla, Turks and Caicos. They're all amazing. Hawaii.
1: And they all sound good right about now in our Northeast. (laughs) Absolutely. If you were in a foxhole, who would you want in it with you? Oh, wow. My best friend, Ian. Two more. As a goalie, have you ever scored a goal in a game? I've never even tried. Assist? Nothing? Oh, yeah. I've gotten an assist. Okay. I actually had a very cool assist earlier this year. Awesome. I don't want to put any pressure on you, but before your career is over, I want to see a goalie goal. So. I have to actually try. That's something I do have to do. That's right. You got to take the shot. So, All right. Final question. Chick-fil-A or Popeye's chicken? Chick-fil-A, without a doubt. I'm with you. Casey, any any closing thoughts, comments from you?
2: No, I appreciate it, Paul. You know, thanks for having me, and
1: I'll look forward to listening to your podcast in the future, whether it's me or somebody else. Awesome. Hey, well, thank you so much, Casey DeSmith. This is Casey DeSmith, goalie for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you on TV soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Paul. All the best.
0: We trust you were encouraged by the conversation with Casey DeSmith of the National Hockey League's Pittsburgh Penguins If you enjoyed this podcast we'd ask that you subscribe to the Post Game with Paul Golden Podcast This way you'll not miss any upcoming episodes Also, forward this podcast to the Penguins fans you know and tell others about this unique sports and faith podcast I'm your host Tim Donnelly. Thank you so much for joining us for Post Game with Paul Golden